At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting you ready for the day in sports betting, this is Point Spread Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Oh, it is indeed Point Spread Sunday here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Femi Bebefe alongside Mike Pritchard. We are coming to you from the South Point Hotel and Casino Pritch. Week number three in the National Football League. We've got nine games in the early slate, four in the afternoon, and of course the Sunday night game between the Green Bay Packers and the San Francisco 49ers. We'll get to all that, but first, I got to ask you, week three, how you feeling? I'm feeling great, uh, Femi. We were talking about this before the show. Uh, not so much of a volume better yet with the National Football League, still trying to gather intel uh, on a lot of teams out there, a lot of moving parts, still more new quarterbacks coming into the fold. Uh, so I got some good bets I feel pretty good about, um, but not a volume guy this week. Yeah, we'll get to our picks at the top of the next hour. You might want to make sure to stick around for that one. Uh, you have three bets. I'm a volume guy. <laughs> We're okay. I have 10 bets in the NFL right, this in season. September. In September. Because, <laughs> you know, the way I look at it is this is the time that I think the market is most likely to be wrong because nobody really knows sure. anything as of this moment, to your point. So maybe it's a chance to maybe play my opinion towards what I think actually should be the line. So maybe I might I might be in reverse of you. I might scale back as we enter throughout the season once kind of things stabilize and the, the efficiencies are, are no more here in this NFL market. Well, that's not a bad um, strategy at all. I, you know, for me, I think because I'm uh, about a year and a half into really feeling comfortable about betting since as a player, uh, they kind of... Yeah, they, they uh, discouraged that. that. <laughs> yes, they discouraged <laughs> it. They scared us pretty much uh, as players. But no, I feel more and more comfortable. But yet, uh, certainly being here at Vison. Uh, yeah, you know, that volume has not arrived for me. Uh, not yet. Normally in the middle of the season, I still get a good feel. Like, that's probably the time I get a great feel of teams and coaches, philosophy, adjustments, and everything that they want to make on game day. And we will get your perspective as a former player in the next segment here in about 15 minutes. But first, let's kind of touch on the game of the day out in Los Angeles. It's going to be the most bet game on the week three slate between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Los Angeles Rams. The Bucks right now, a one and a half point road favorite, small favorite there on the road with a total of 55 and a half. But the Bucks coming in a little bit shorthanded. Antonio Brown is on the reserve COVID list. He didn't make the trip. Defensive end Jason Pierre-Paul is dealing with a hand and shoulder injury. He was rolled out, also did not make the trip as well. And we just learned this morning from Adam Schefter. He says Rams running back Daryl Henderson likely to not play 
in today's game here. But just kind of your early thoughts. I have a pick on this game. We'll get okay. to that, like we mentioned at the top of the hour. But I just early thoughts with the Bucks and the Rams, what could be an NFC title game preview. You know, initially you think about the Rams and the running game and how vital it is for that offense. But now you got Matthew Stafford who can drop back in the pocket and throw the football around the yard and Cooper Cup and, and Jefferson, everybody else that they have. Uh, they seem to be okay. You know, they're scoring a lot of points, and they seem to be okay. They're not stalling as an offense. Now, enter Sony Michelle. Uh, I, I think when you make that trade uh, for a guy like that, at some point he was going to play. I think Henderson was one of those players that you weren't too sure about. You make the trade, and now you have confidence that Sony Michelle can come in and do the job for you in a running game. Now, it's going to be tough against Tampa Bay in that front, mm -hmm. but JPP, that injury, as well as the secondary kind of banged up, uh, it gives – Matthew Stafford a chance and the Rams a chance at home to perhaps make this a shootout. Yeah, you mentioned JPP's out. Joe Tryon, their first-round pick, will take his place. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see him. He's a former Husky, right. so uh, it, there's been a lot of hype about him in, uh, throughout Bucks training camp, so we'll see how he does this afternoon. The betting splits on that game, Bucks getting 73% of the money, but also getting 80% of the tickets. So the public is back in Tom Brady, which, I mean, it's – Everyone says don't go with the public, but this is a guy that's hard to fade. If you've been back in Tom Brady for the last two decades, you're really profitable right now. As uh, he's a guy who's somehow, with being the greatest quarterback of all time at all, still outperforms market expectations. It is amazing what he can do, not only on the field, Timmy, but just as a as a quarterback in that locker room. He's changed the culture. Mm -hmm. It's like Tom Brady overnight. Been, right? <laughs> it's like Tom Brady has been with Tampa. For five or six years, but this is going into his second year there, and uh, it's, it's extraordinary, really. I mean, when you think about Tom Brady and what he presents, just from that standpoint, the confidence level that you as a player, as a teammate, saying, look, we got number 12, we're going to be okay if we make mistakes. Uh, but it, it really is uh, just something that I've never seen before in a league as a player and covering the league for 30 years now. Uh, it really is extraordinary. But I, I'm looking for, yeah, Antonio Brown's not going to be available, but somebody else is going to step up. Uh, somebody else is going to have a big game uh, along with Tom Brady. I said Bucks rams could be an NFC title game preview. I think two teams that might take offense to that, the Green Bay Packers and the San Francisco 49ers, they'll be our Sunday night football matchup here tonight. The 49ers, a three-point favorite with a total at 50-and-a-half. The Packers come into this game banged up on the offensive line. Of course, mm -hmm. David Bakhtiari on the pup list. That was news that came out before the season even started. But Eldon Jenkins, their guard-slash-tackle, who's actually replaced Bakhtiari, he has been ruled out with an ankle injury. So the Packers are going to have... Right tackle number three, left tackle number three. Doesn't really bode well going up against that San Francisco 49ers front four. And despite all of that, mm -hmm. and the Niners expected to be a little bit more healthy than they were a week ago, Packers seeing 79% of the tickets and 73% of the money. So this is a kind of a trendy dog situation sure. here. People are saying you're getting Aaron Rodgers in points. Give it to me. How do you see this one kind of playing out in Santa Clara there, the, the night game for us here on Sunday Night Football? Well, Femi, the Packers, they're a public team. I mean, it, they, yeah. they, their fan base is, uh, spreads out throughout the nation for sure. Now, Aaron Rodgers has not played well in the Bay Area. I mean, that's been well documented. Hasn't played well against 49ers in particular in a, a conference championship game. Uh, and his offensive line is banged up. So mm -hmm. you, you think the Packers won't have much of a chance, especially against the defensive front and a rush attack for the 49ers, but then it's the 49ers too. And what's going on with that team? You got Garoppolo, this dynamic. I don't know if betters want to ignore this. You have Garoppolo who's going to be on the field with two guys that that team wants to replace him with or wanted to Aaron <laughs> Rodgers across the field and Lance who's a backup. And so yeah, that's, a, that's such a great point, <laughs> right? If you're Garoppolo, I think that's playing with you mentally a little bit. Now by game time, he'll ignore that. But up until game time, I'm certainly I'm sure that he thought about that, and people have, have have reminded him about that. Now the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, there hasn't been a comfort level for Aaron Rodgers, and that's notable. I, that, I've observed that already. Uh, now going into Week Three, perhaps that settles down a little bit more. But now with the injuries with the offensive line too, you wonder if Aaron Rodgers, because he missed the entire preseason, he missed. Uh, entire training camp, really uh, leading up to training camp in terms of OTAs and trying to get that comfort uh, with those players. And so by week three, you would think Aaron Rodgers would have that. But now with the injuries, you just don't know. 
Yeah, I think that point that you made about Garoppolo kind of almost getting spooked. <laughs> you got Aaron Rodgers, who that was the 49ers' first choice right. uh, to trade for this offseason. Then, of course, Trey Lance, the guy that they shipped all that draft capital to move up to number three in the draft to pick him in the first round there. Do you think we see more Trey Lance in this game? He didn't play last week against Philadelphia, played, had the touchdown pass against Detroit in week one. This feels like a game with what we know with the Packers struggle against the run. Mm -hmm. Maybe they go to Trey Lance and use that Lance package that we've been hearing all summer about. And we see that on display this evening. I think we do see it. Um, These are showcase games. And for Aaron Rodgers, uh, the stage being this big, I'm sure he wants to play well. Garoppolo wants to play well. Kyle Shanahan, he wants to unveil what he has with Lance. And these are the stages in which you do it. It's early enough to where, okay, let's see what it looks like against a pretty decent team, uh, even though the Packers have struggled defensively. But I would not be shocked or surprised if if we do see that package tonight. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan, I mean, all play callers have a little bit of an ego. So I I think he's going to want to kind of show off the toys and what he's been working on in the lab all throughout the summer since they drafted Trey Lance this past spring here. The early games I mentioned, we have nine games on that early slate. I mean, how many TVs do you need to watch all these games? <laughs> About five. <laughs> I, I asked Amal yesterday what his TV situation like. What's your TV situation like? You going what two, three, um, four? I, I, what's the home uh, home sports book looking like for you? At this point, <laughs> it's devices. Like uh, it's an iPad, it's a laptop, and then about two TVs. Yeah. That, that's, so <laughs> you got TVs, and then you have devices. Yep. They're, right. The Direct TV package has a nice <laughs> little app where you can put four mm-hmm. games on the laptop. The quad box. The quad box. Right, there you so you go. get it going, and then you get the TV one. That's kind of my situation. But <laughs> one game that I will be keeping an eye on is in Kansas City between the Los Angeles Chargers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs laying seven points at home, total 54 and a half. Of course, a lot has been made about Kansas City. Two and thirteen, or two and eleven, rather, against the spread in their last thirteen games. They win, but they don't cover. And last week we saw them even lose mm-hmm. to the Baltimore Ravens. But the Chargers a little banged up on the defensive side of the ball. No Chris Harris Jr. He's been ruled out for a second straight game. Defensive lineman Justin Jones is doubtful with a calf injury. Joey Bosa didn't practice all week. They think he should be able to play, but he's dealing with a foot and ankle. He's likely not going to be his 100% right. self there. Uh, but what do you think of this Chargers team? They seem like a kind of another team where people say this is way too many points with that Chiefs defense. Do you like L.A. in this spot or or maybe do back Kansas City? The market initially back Kansas City. It opened six and a half, mm-hmm. hung out there all week until about Thursday when we saw those seven start to pop all through across, across the board there. You know, for me, I would back Kansas City at home. Arrowhead's a tough place to play. Uh, Justin Herbert uh, is finding that out. I think this year as a young player still uh, where you're going to certain stadiums and hostile environments. Now, Kansas City, we don't really fret over their offense. They're showtime. They're going to light up the mm-hmm. scoreboard. We know that. Defensively, though, is, is the reason why I believe the Chiefs have not been one of those teams you can count on to cover. Yeah. Uh, and now that defense is nowhere near what it used to be. Uh, and so, uh, you know, for the Chargers to have a chance in this one, hopefully they've worked on their red zone offense efficiency. They got to punch the ball in. They cannot turn the ball over. They certainly got to get it into the end zone. Uh, and so if they can do that, then, yeah, I give them a chance to stay close with Kansas City. But I think Kansas City coming off a loss, uh, attention to detail with that offense, that's going to be a lot for the Chargers there. Yeah, that red zone efficiency, we saw it against them against Washington, then Dallas last mm-hmm. week, Justin Herbert throwing an interception into the red zone. Right. That game, I don't know how it still went under the total there. Well, went well under mm-hmm. the total of 55 in that one, only 37 points being scored between those two teams. This total, though, 54 and a half. I think I think this is an over game. It yeah, feels like it feels game. like it, right? I mean, environment's going to be festive too out there, yeah. Arrowhead. So yeah, that Chiefs defense. Uh, if it can put it together, maybe they can cover. But like you mentioned, if they're just not good enough to have that much confidence in them, or maybe one of us <laughs> has confidence. But we'll talk about that later on at the top of the next hour there. But we're rolling along here on Point Spread Sunday. On the other side, we're going to get Pritch's perspective. What's it like to be Owen two? I don't know. He's going to tell us on the other side here. It is Vsin the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. VSEN is now available 24-7 on the YouTube TV Sports Plus package. Sign up today at tv.youtube.com to start your free trial. And remember, you can also watch us 24-7 on Fubo TV, Sling, and Xfinity X1. Visit VEASAN.com to find all the ways to watch and listen to VEASAN. And you can catch out shows like this one right here, Point Spread Sunday, coming to you on September 26th, 2021, week number four. Wow, the week number three. I'm trying to get us advanced here. <laughs> Slow it down, Femi. in the NFL <laughs> as Femi Bebefe alongside Mike Pritchard here from the South Point Hotel and Casino. And we want to get Pritchard's perspective. It's a segment that we've been doing here on Point Spread Sunday because you're the guy who's played in the league, played eight years in the league, first-round draft pick, uh, played for a few teams. 0-2, we talked about it last week, of teams trying to avoid going 0-2. I'm looking at some of the trends that we have. Underdogs that are 0-2 straight up in week number three, though, 37-21 and 21 against the spread in the past decade. That applies to six teams mm-hmm. today. But just from an internal standpoint in the locker room, what is the discussion like when you're 0-2? I assume that everyone's starting to feel the pressure with now you hear all the stats of how only 10% of the time do you right. make the playoffs and such. Like just all those things kind of surrounding the team. Yeah, that pressure is real, Femi. I mean, uh, one team sticks out in particular, and that's the Denver Broncos. Uh, you know, the Broncos with Elway had a lot of success. Three Super Bowls before I got there. Uh, I watched them go to Super Bowls when I was at the University of Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I knew a lot of those players, too. And now I get traded to the Broncos and my first year there in 94, we start out 0-2. Uh, we lit up that place against the Chargers. Uh, we thought we were going to win it. Elway fumbles the ball going into the end zone to seal the g- deal and seal the game. Junior Seau picks it up, and, and I think they go on to the, to the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, 94. Uh, the Chargers, who started uh, in, in a slow fashion themselves that way. But uh, then the next week, we go on the road, and we're playing the Jets, and we lose in overtime. And so that plane ride home to Denver uh, is when I really got to know John Elway because I, I was going to the restroom, right? And plane is a long flight for me from uh, New York to Denver. Uh, and in the back row, John always sat in the back row and he had the road to himself. And as, as I left the bathroom, I, this arm just grabs me and he says, sit down. And so I sat down <laughs> and we talked football and how we could correct this thing and, and how we could get it on the right track for about three and a half hours. This is wow. John and his passion. Like I cannot believe we're 0-2. And, uh, and so, you know, as a, a younger player and certainly playing with John Elway at the time now, 
you're like, okay, wait, I got to pick up my game. This, this, this is different. Uh, and so practices became more intense. Uh, you have to fix it. And that is the attitude and the pressure that uh, mounts on you. So uh, there's a lot of teams, like you mentioned, are in a similar situation. Is there leadership there? And that's mm-hmm. where I look for because I saw it with John Elway. Now, we didn't make the playoffs, but yet we started to win some games. And I lacerated my kidney a couple games later. But uh, John Elway is just that type of player, that type of leader that, for me, as a better, I would look for those kind of cases here for the, with these teams right now. Yeah, you mentioned that leadership point here. I mentioned six teams that are 0-2 straight up, usually in week number three, 37-21 against the spread. Well, I'll give you the six teams that you tell me okay. if you feel like they got the good leadership okay. or if you feel like this could be a team that's still fade material in week number three. The Jacksonville Jaguars, I think that one speaks for itself. <laughs> right. <laughs> right right. The Indianapolis Colts, Detroit Lions, Atlanta Falcons, New York Jets, and the Minnesota Vikings, all 0-2 straight up. The system says that they have a good chance to cover yeah. this Sunday, but how do you feel about those that group of six teams there, and which one would you feel most confident in in being able to cover this week and maybe oh. ultimately even win the game? You know, it's really tough. I, I think Minnesota, uh, would, you would imagine that they would have leadership, but there's some nepotism going on there yeah. with Zim and, and his son being a coach and then uh, Gary and his son now being offense coordinator. So, uh, you got injuries, too, significant injuries right there that are, are just something I can't ignore. Uh, you know, I'm looking for leadership with teams like – even though – so the Vikings, just real quick on that, they could be 2-0. and They're a few plays away from being 2-0. So where is that leadership going to come from to kind of make everybody feel more confident about this situation? Uh, I, I don't know if Zim's the guy either, uh, even though – He's on the hot seat He's himself. on the hot seat, right? And, and so when you have that situation, too, as players – you know they're uncomfortable, so now what are you thinking, too, and how are you feeling? And so I, I think that uh, filters into the locker room a little bit. So Atlanta is so new, um, you know, and then the Giants, I, I think that coach the, is going to – Jets. Yeah, the, the, the Jets. Jets. Well, the Jets, yeah, that's so new. Uh, the Jets are so new that that organization is just a mess anyway. Uh, and, and that's well documented for decades. So people are saying Zach Wilson's going to be a bust. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Every quarterback going there is going to be a bust because yeah. the Jets. Uh, and, and it's so, two games. It, it's two down. games, right, right. <laughs> like, but there's no leadership there. Uh, and the guys want to get out of there too. So uh, it's hard to find leadership uh, within the 0-2 teams right now. But what about the Indianapolis Colts? Mm-hmm. Now, they're 0-2. And the two games they lost were at home to the Seahawks and the Los Angeles Rams. So it's a tough spot for them now going on the road against the Tennessee Titans. Four and a half point underdogs. Now we got word last night that Carson Wentz is expected to play. He's going to try playing on those two sprained ankles. We'll see how that goes. Uh, This is a quarterback who holds the ball. Now he seems like he's going to be immobile. I can let you do that math uh, to yourself there. But this is a team that does have that veteran leadership. I mean, a linebacker like Darius Leonard, Quentin Nelson on the offensive line. These are guys who are captains. This is a team that has made it to the playoffs number, a number of times under head coach Frank Reich there. Do you see this team being able to kind of galvanize and go on the road and almost maybe that's kind of therapeutic for them to get away from home where they were losing those games and now playing a division rival and maybe be able to at least pull off an upset or at least be able to cover the number, which is now down to four and a half right. with the Wentz news of last night. Yeah, I mean, from a betting standpoint, uh, maybe Frank Wright can do that. Uh, Quentin Nelson, you mentioned him. These are all pro players uh, when you mention guys like that. But uh, I would think for long term, it would have to come from the quarterback. But yet the quarterback is a new guy and the quarterback hasn't been around because of injuries, surgeries. Uh, so it gets difficult. But in this instance, uh, against the Titans, too, a defense that's going backwards, yeah. continually going backwards, uh, even into this year, uh, it, it gives them a chance. I, I think the Colts have a chance to cover this one. Yeah, that line is at four and a half. It's actually mm-hmm. five and a half at the South yeah. end. So if you like Indianapolis, right behind us, there's a, there's a counter <laughs> there. You can go run up to it here as we're about four and a half hours from kickoff. You can go ahead and, uh, and place that bet, grabbing those points at five and a half. But Another interesting trend I thought with week number three, because with the NFL scheduling, not every team can go home away to start the regular season. So there's some teams, a handful of them, who started week one and two on the road. Those four teams, the Denver Broncos, like we mentioned, the Minnesota Vikings, San Francisco 49ers, and the Dallas Cowboys. But it's interesting because teams making their home debut, this is information that you can get at Point Spread Weekly. Mm-hmm. Make sure to subscribe to that on vcin.com slash subscribe. 
Teams making their home debut 13 and 30 against the spread in week number three. As a former player, what do you make of that? Is that just kind of you let the kind of the foot off the gas pedal that, oh my God, whew, we're home now? <laughs> like, like, that to me, it almost feels like it would be the opposite. That, right. Like you're going to get that home opener kind of jolt from having the fans in your favor now. But. 13 and 30, that's pretty significant. It is. There. Yeah, I, I think the overvalued aspect is there in play right there with the home openers a lot of times that way. Um, like, for instance, Denver. Fans coming back to that stadium for the first time. And, altitude. And, right, altitude, <laughs> all those kind of things. And, okay, wait a minute, how good are the Broncos? I mean, are, are they good enough to cover uh, this big of a number uh, for their home opener? Now, I, people get excited about home games. I mentioned home field advantages for Arrowhead, at Arrowhead for a young quarterback. Uh, you know, that that is, I think, is significant. Now, how much is that worth uh, from a spread standpoint? That's for a better to decide on. But you, you get inflated lines that way because of that overreaction to the fact that this team is now going to be at home where history has showed us that they have a z- distinct home field advantage. Yeah, I think Denver right now, a 10-point favorite against the New York Jets, but we've seen the Jets taking money in that one. I think some people grabbed 11 and a half earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. There was 11s that were taken off of the board really quickly there. So that line now down to 10 Folks back in rookie head coach Robert Sala and rookie quarterback Zach Wilson there. The Minnesota Vikings, though, a popular teaser play by chance. They're a two-point underdog against the Seattle Seahawks. Now, the status of Dalvin Cook, Mm -hmm. it's up in the air right now. It sounds like he could be a long shot to play dealing with the ankle injury. Wasn't seen at practice all throughout the week there. So, him playing, it's trending like it's the opposite direction that he might not be in, and it'll be Alexander Madison who plays in that game. And even if Cook is able to play, Madison expected to get a bulk of the carries as well there. But like the Sunday night football game that we mentioned, the San Francisco 49ers, they're into that category of 13 and 30 ATS. Right. You know, they're making their home opener debut on Sunday night football against the Green Bay Packers. And even in the Monday night game, the Dallas Cowboys, their home opener against the Philadelphia Eagles three-and-a-half-point favorites in a division rivalry game right there. Sure, absolutely. You know, Femi, I think for the Vikings, uh, if there's anything to hold on to, uh, if there is leadership within that organization, it's the fact that we're so close to being 2-0. Uh, even without Dalvin Cook, next man up, uh, we're still in that position uh, to get back on track. Now, offensively, they got some young players, some dynamic players that I think a lot of people are excited about. The quarterback, too, Kirk Cousins. Uh, we'll find out what type of leader he can be. Yeah, I, or what type of leader he needs to be right now uh, because the Vikings are desperate. They, they are teetering yeah. uh, before our eyes right now in terms of going the other way, completely falling apart, or, or getting back on the right track. Yeah, that's a great point right there. This feels like a pivotal week mm-hmm. for the Vikings because home against the Seahawks today, next Sunday home against the Cleveland Browns, who are a really good team, one of the most talented rosters in the league. So this thing can really get off the rails if they don't get back on the right track here this afternoon at home against the Seattle Seahawks there. So we're going to roll along here on Point Spread Sunday, take a quick break, but on the other side, those coin toss games, those games you're not sure that could go either way, we'll break them down here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line, over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Point spread Sunday rolling along here from the South Point Hotel and Casino. Femi Abebefe, Mike Pritchard here. And we talked about these toss-up games in the mm-hmm. NFL. It feels like a lot of these games are games played within a field goal. That's why the number of three is so key in this league. And we have six games with a spread of three points or less on today's slate. And we're going to break them down, starting with the New Orleans Saints visiting the New England Patriots in Foxborough. That line is actually ticked down from three to two and a half here at the South Point at DraftKings. If you want to bet minus three with New England, you can get at even Monday. Or if you want to take the points there with the Saints, you're probably playing minus 120 there with the Vig to grab that three there. But this line coming down to the Patriots, or coming down in favor of the New mm-hmm. Orleans Saints, which is kind of odd to see when you know Jameis Winston is the quarterback going up against the defensive guru, Bill Belichick, right. we know what he's capable of. But 
not many betters, at least the market at least, is liking what they've seen, especially from this Patriots offense with Mac Jones. It's a little conservative, a little pedestrian, at least from what I've seen over the first two weeks of the season. Well, they have a rookie quarterback leading it, uh, and so it's not Tom Brady out there mm-hmm. either. And so I think as betters, we have to ignore that. We, we have to forget that memory of Tom Brady, number 12 in this offense. And now you got Mac Jones, who I believe has been efficient. You know, he, he hasn't been a bad quarterback. He hasn't been Zach Wilson. Uh, and so if you're efficient as a young quarterback, I think that gives you a chance. And it gives coaches a chance to evolve the game plan as well. So we're going into week three. Uh, they're going to evolve the game plan along with what Mac Jones is doing well and, and what he's making mistakes on. Uh, and so that's something that I think betters need to keep in mind here. And then the Saints, uh, okay, the Saints may be getting some value there at that three number. Well, they're going to be on the road, and okay, there's no home field advantage. I think people are trying to – uh, factor in that there's really not a home field advantage anymore. Bill Belichick at home, you would think, okay, home field advantage. But again, yeah. Tom Brady. But yes. without Tom Brady, now with a rookie quarterback, maybe not the home field advantage uh, that we're accustomed to. So uh, the Saints, uh, they are one of those work in progresses, I think, on offense. We saw that, the inconsistency from week one to week two with Jameis and, and Peyton, the play caller. Uh, and then you have a defense that's getting healthier. Lattimore is going to play. I believe he should play. That's going to help. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you have some injuries on that defense from last week that might have hampered them. But offensively, they're out of sync. They're inconsistent. So keep that in mind, too, as you look further into this game coming up. Yeah, Marshawn Lattimore and C.J. Gardner-Johnson both expected to play after missing last week due to injury. But their center, Eric McCoy, he will still be out. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was ruled out earlier this week, missing his second straight game with a calf injury. For the Patriots, an injury to keep an eye on. Trent Brown, their offensive tackle, who missed last week's game against the New York Jets. He's questionable. He was limited in practice all week. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how he does. I'm sure once he warms up and they're going to try to see that whole process play out, but he will be questionable. That would be an eye to the name to keep an eye on at least once the inactives are released 830 PM or 830 AM rather West coast time and 1130 on the East coast. But the betting splits for that game, we talked about betting splits at the top of the segment, 60% of the tickets on the new England Patriots, 70% of the money at DraftKings. But that line has Going the other way, right. which to me, as a better, I, I, I start to perk up. My the sirens start <laughs> rolling. It's like, wow, is this are the Saints going to win this game outright? Which is hard to believe because you mentioned this no home field advantage, but this is such a disadvantageous travel spot mm-hmm. for New Orleans. They've been on the road for a month now due to Hurricane Ida. They've been practicing in Fort Worth, Texas. Week one was in Jacksonville. Week two was in Charlotte. Now you're going up to New England to Foxborough. They haven't been home or at least kind of getting treatment at home in New Orleans for a month. This That has to take a toll now with their home opener coming up next week here. They can almost see the light at the end of the tunnel. But that, that, that amount of travel, I feel like, has to kind of factor into this game, at least from my eyes, at least. I, I think it does, Femi. There's distractions um, uh, from the standpoint of the Saints being uprooted. And now, can they make arrangements? Has there been enough time for the players to make arrangements for their families? Yes. So you're not worried about the family situation because of Hurricane Ida. Uh, You know, we've made adjustments there. But being on the road or feeling like you've been on the road, it goes back to leadership. Now you look at the Saints. Jameis Winston, he's an incredible leader. Uh, And uh, I I have some credence in that. I think Sean Payton, uh, he is an incredible leader too. And uh, so from that standpoint, I think from a betting uh, perspective, people are probably looking at that keeping it together, even though we have all these distractions prior. Uh, but then also, you know, our distractions, are they minimized because we can make arrangements for our family and make sure that everything's okay. And that probably is the case right now with the Saints. Another game with a spread of three points or less in Pittsburgh, the Cincinnati Bengals going to the Steelers. And I can't remember the last time the Steelers were only laying two and a <laughs> half at home against the Cincinnati mm-hmm. Bengals, but that's the case here in week number three in 2021. Total sitting at 43. Now, obviously, that line has come down because of the injury news for Pittsburgh. T.J. Watt was ruled out yesterday. Alex Highsmith, their other outside linebacker, he's been ruled out, as was Deontay Johnson and Carlo da- Carlos Davis. rather. So the Pittsburgh Steelers are coming into this a little gimpy. Ben Roethlisberger dealing with the pec injury. Right. So we don't know what we're going to get from Big Ben. Now, he seems to always be playing hurt. There's always something nagging that guy. Uh, so we'll see how he's able to play on the field there with the Steelers offensive line that hasn't looked that great. Their passing game is really just kind of anemic. It's just short passing. Ben doesn't have the the juice to get the ball downfield, at least from what I can see there. But what do you make of this Steelers line 
two and a half you can right. get these guys. I mean, I get the injuries, but they're still playing the Cincinnati Bengals who lost, who couldn't cover against Chicago a mm-hmm. week ago. And then defensively, uh, with those key injuries, you wonder if they're going to generate pressure. Uh, are they going to be Blitzburg? Mm-hmm. Uh, do they have to cover guys on the back end uh, to hold up uh, against the receiving core and, and certainly uh, Burrow there? So uh, two teams that are highly familiar with themselves or, or each other. Uh, and I think when you look at the, the questions coming to the year about Pittsburgh, is about that offensive line. It was centered around the offensive line. So digging into their offense and watching it, Femi, um, I think the Steelers are going the other way here. Like, false sense of a security uh, in terms of Big Ben, being able to bail you out and throw the football, that happened in a Buffalo game. Yeah. When we know the Steelers, they want to run the football. So right now, when you split them offensively, uh, 72 passing attempts to the first two games versus 35 rushing attempts. That's not the Steelers. And that's not the direction that they wanted to go in this year. But, like I said, a false sense of security after winning that game in Buffalo. Uh, with Big Ben and, and him making some passes that way. But they have to get back to the running game. They have to allow this offensive line uh, to be physical up front if they can. Yeah, you talk about false sense of security. I mean, they had a punt block touchdown against mm-hmm. Buffalo. So right. that game might have gone either way. It might have gone to in favor of Buffalo had they not got that special teams touchdown there on the road. But can't take it away from them. They mm-hmm. won the game. Right. That's uh, all you do. You know, a, a win is a win <laughs> and stuff, but something to keep in mind to not overreact to because we went and saw them lose outright against Las Vegas just a week ago. Right. And so when, I, when I'm saying false sense of security, I mean in the players and the coaches, mm-hmm. uh, they have to adjust themselves. Now, as betters, we can take advantage of that. But uh, inside that building, they have to correct that. Uh, and I wonder if they're going to start this week against the Bengals. We talked about 0-2 at the top of the show. Two teams that are 0-2 out in the Meadowlands between the Atlanta Falcons and the New York Giants. Giants, a three-point favorite in this game. That line, though, keeps coming down. I'm even seeing 2.5 at Circa, and now we're seeing the consensus line of that game is 2.5 total at 47.5. Now, these two teams haven't looked impressive. I'm sure the Giants are kicking themselves uh, after not being able to win that game last Thursday night against the Washington football team. Atlanta, they, they were kind of frisky there for three quarters against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last Sunday, but the two pick sixes ultimately blew the game wide open right. and they lost that one 48 to 25. But the Falcons will be without two key players in today's game. Wide receiver Russell Gage with an ankle injury and cornerback A.J. Terrell with a concussion. Both were ruled out earlier during the week. Giants, though, monitoring Kenny Galladay, their wide receiver, free agent acquisition. He's battling a hip injury. He'll be questionable. We'll have to see that one. I think mm-hmm. it's a game-time decision for him. But they are expected to get tight end Evan Ingram back into the lineup. He'll make his 2021 debut here. Falcons seeing a lot of support. 69% of the tickets, 66% of the money. Do you are do you, are you confident in this Arthur Smith regime here? A new head coach, but I mean, I don't think when you look at the other sideline, Joe Judge, Jason Garrett, that's not giving you much confidence. No, <laughs> no, no, I'm not confident in either situation right there. Uh, Arthur Smith, uh, they have to prove themselves. Joe Judge, he has to prove himself as a coach, and we know that. Now, quarterbacks, Matt Ryan, he has proven himself, but yet he's still Matty Ice at times and uh, can cost you ball games. And then Daniel Jones. So which quarterback's going to have the most turnovers in this game or, or the most mistakes? <laughs> in this game. I mean, from a betting perspective, Femi, this one gets difficult. Now, the talent probably sides to the Falcons or skews towards the Falcons here uh, with the injuries. Saquon, he's always going to be questionable, I think. Uh, But which coach and which coaching staff uh, can put their players in a position to be successful? And then which quarterback can avoid that critical mistake? And that one is a tough call for me uh, in this game. Yeah, the Atlanta Falcons are one of five teams that are 0-2 against the spread which will lead us to what we're talking about in the next segment here. We're going to take a quick break. I'm going to rate the 0-2 teams against the spread, five of them. Which one is most likely to cover? Which one is least likely to cover? You'll find out here on the other side. It is Point Spread Sunday rolling along. Week number three of the National Football League on v the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast 
is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VEASAN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Point Spread Sunday here, rolling along week three in the National Football League. Femi Abebefe alongside Mike Pritchard here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. And we've got five teams, Mike, and that are 0-2 against the spread entering week number three. Could be some buy-low spots. So I wanted to power rank them in terms of the least likely to cover all the way down to the most likely to cover here in week number three, starting with number five, I think the New York Jets. That You're getting 10, but I'm not buying into it. Their O-line is banged up here, going up against an elite defense in the Denver Broncos. Mekhi Becton, he's not going to play. Also, a difficult travel spot for the rookie head coach, rookie quarterback. We mentioned it. Going all to the mountain time zone there, the altitude. And, of course, you're going up against Teddy Bridgewater, who's 37-14 and 14 against the spread in his career. Plus, Broncos, since 2011, 6-2-2 two two ATS in home openers there. So, Denver, or rather New York, I get it. That's double digits, low total game. I don't think they're going to cover at least amongst the five teams who are 0-5 ATS. Number four on my list, the Jacksonville Jaguars against the Arizona Cardinals, plus seven and a half. They're getting more than a touchdown at home, but they're in an absolute mess. They've yet to reach the red zone in two games. Urban Meyer already issuing out statements saying it'll get better to the fan base. It's only been two weeks. Settle down. They turned the ball over way too much, losing the turnover battle. Five nothing against their opponents so far this season. And they, they don't get any turnovers and they turn it over. That's I'm sure you can do the math on how that works out in a 60-minute NFL football game. But I do give them a better chance to cover than the New York Jets, though, because they are at home against a West Coast team traveling to the East Coast in that early time zone. Number three, the Washington football team getting seven points on the road in Western New York against the Buffalo Bills. A a good defense, this Washington football team, going against a Bills offense that appears to be struggling offensively. Uh, They didn't look too good in their first two games. I know they won 35-0 against the Miami Dolphins last week, but a lot of that was just the Dolphins were shorthanded. Tua gets hurt, second series of the game. Josh Allen hasn't been crisp. I don't know if maybe teams are trying to figure out offensive coordinator Brian Dayball, but right now the run game is non-existent and also extra rest 
for this Washington football team who played last Thursday night. So more time for quarterback Taylor Heineke to get up to speed after only having four days to prepare for the New York Giants after Ryan Fitzpatrick went down in week number one. My number two team likely to cover that's 0-2 ATS, the Kansas City Chiefs laying the seven points at home against the Los Angeles Chargers. Look, I get it. The Chiefs 2-11 in 13 games ATS, but it's still the Chiefs. And you're getting, you're not laying that much. It's a cheap price for this team here against an AFC West team. And it's interesting when you look at it, the Chiefs, the last time they were seven points or less at home against an AFC West team, when Patrick Mahomes was starting was 2018 against this Chargers team here. So I think this is a cheap spot for the Kansas City Chiefs. Also, the Chargers are banged up. Joey Bosa, questionable to play. Chris Harris and Justin Jones have been ruled out for this Los Angeles team. But my number one team, that's 0-2 ATS that I think we'll cover today, the Atlanta Falcons, because why? Daniel Jones shouldn't be favored against Matt Ryan, point blank. <laughs> I just do not believe that Daniel Jones should be a field goal favorite. Falcons, they didn't look too bad against the Bucks, like I mentioned in the last segment. 28-25 was the score entering the fourth quarter. Without those two pick sixes, I think the Falcons, they cover that 13-point spread. They probably lose the game, okay. but I think they cover that 13-point spread. Plus, the coaching matchup, I think, favors the Atlanta Falcons. Head coach Arthur Smith, he's still learning, but... From a decision-making standpoint, still figuring things out. I like his fourth down decisions a lot more than Joe Judge. Jason Garrett is an offensive coordinator. I'll make that what you will. But home field advantage, not a big deal when you have two teams from the same ta uh, same time zone, rather. Mm -hmm. So I like the Falcons in this spot. And if you're giving me two below-average teams, I'll take the points, especially if you're giving me three there. So the Atlanta Falcons yeah. are my team that is 0-2 ATS that I think is most likely to cover this Sunday. Pritch. What do you think? You know what? I, I like your list. I do. I would I would switch two and three, though. I would make Washington football team two uh, and Kansas City three, only because I get it. Um, Kansas City, Chargers, the divisional situation, mm -hmm. the familiarity there, I, I think that's real, uh, certainly from player standpoint, because when, we're, when we are going over tendency sheets and looking at players across the way and we're highly familiar with them, your confidence grows. Okay, I know I can beat this guy that way. I, I, I know I can do this in this game. And Justin Herbert thrust it into a game because of Tyrod Taylor and yep. the syringe or whatever happened ago. to his yeah. lung. Punctured uh, lung. <laughs> yeah, that went to overtime. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, later on in the year, yeah, the Chargers win, but Kansas City's getting ready for a Super Bowl. Yeah, they were arrested. <laughs> right. Now, Justin Herbert was drafted to match Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and if as a quarterback, you know that. Uh, I'm here with the Chargers because I got to beat Patrick Mahomes. So that's the only reasons why, you know, from a from a ATS standpoint, I would switch those two. Yeah, the football team is seven point underdogs yeah. in Buffalo, total forty five and a half. And that line was nine. So we're seeing a right. lot of support for Washington which could be a tricky spot for Buffalo here, playing a team that has extra rest. Mm -hmm. And offensively, I wanted to ask you about that. Like, they don't look great. Like, Buffalo, last year, they were humming offensively. I mean, the passing game was going. But it feels like now teams are just kind of hanging back. Like, okay, we know that you don't like to run, so we're just going to drop five guys back in coverage and right. you know, make you kind of play – the check down game because Josh Allen, I know is it was two games against pretty good defenses and mm -hmm. the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Miami dolphins, but it, it just doesn't look right from my advantage. What my, un, my eye is untrained, but my untrained eye sees that, Hey, there's something kind of going on here with this Buffalo team, despite the 35, nothing win a week ago. Yeah. Your eye is correct because Josh Allen is out of sync. He's not in sync in terms of uh, with this offense uh, and where they want to go with it. Do they want to run the football? Yes, they do. But offensive line, take a look at the offensive line when you watch this game. Uh, I was watching some tape and going over some things from Intel that I got uh, from Pittsburgh Steelers in, in that Buffalo Bill football game. Uh, and Buffalo and that offensive line, are they holding? Are they grabbing? Uh, was it called? Right? Or, or do they have bad habits? And uh, some of those things are happening. Now, it's only two weeks into the season. They get the job done against Miami. But now you're going up against this football team that has first-rounders up front. Yeah. So you want, I'm wondering, going into this game, if people are noticing the fact that that Buffalo Bills offensive line is just not where they need to be at this point. And therefore, they're not running the ball. They're relying on what they do uh, based off of last year. There's a team that was averaging over 30 points a game last year. So we'll be okay with Josh Allen throwing the ball around the yard, but not really. They have to run the football. But I think that offensive line is challenged at this point. Yeah, the total in that game has come down from 47 and a half. It's now 45 and a half. 
would you possibly play back on the over? Because the Buffalo defense last year, mm-hmm. it had its struggles, but so far this year, they've looked pretty good. Granted, they went up against the Pittsburgh Steelers offense, who we documented their struggles earlier in this hour. Then also Miami Dolphins. Jacoby Brissett was just thrust into the role there after Tua got hurt right. in the second series. So we really haven't seen this defense get tested. And Washington, at least with Heineke, they look pretty solid on offense against the New York Giants. Now, the New York Giants, make of them what you will, but defensively, at least, they were a good team a year ago. Maybe this game could be a game that's an over game, especially when you factor in also the Washington secondary sure. has struggled thus far this season. They have. They have struggled, uh, and that, therefore, they have to lean on that front. Uh, and I wonder what Jack Del Rio is going to do in terms of trying to get pressure on Josh Allen. Uh, can you rush four? Do you have to bring some extra guys? Uh, and can your secondary hold up? But uh, if you're asking me about Taylor Heineke uh, <laughs> on the road, has he ever seen an environment like this? I mean, no. Old Dominion? I don't think they have this at Old Dominion. Bill's Old, Mafia or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Bill's Mafia is something serious. <laughs> right. So out in, in support of that Bill's and, Mafia. And he's played well at home. You know, whether it was a playoff game yeah. uh, or or now this year on, on Thursday Night Football, yep. right? So extra time to prepare, I get it. He'll be prepared, uh, but prone to make mistakes, yeah. I mean, he's still a young guy and a young guy that's going to have his eyes wide open in this one. In football, we always like to say plug and play. Mm-hmm. This guy's plug and play. Well, this could be a plug and play in terms of a bet. The Jacksonville yeah. Jaguars. Plug your nose if you want to play this one because seven and a half point underdogs at home at Westgate. You can give me get at eight. The total is 51. Nobody wants anything to do with this Jacksonville team. But should the Cardinals be a more than a touchdown favorite on the road in an Eastern time zone game? It, it, it feels like it's too much too soon for a Cardinals team that yeah. we saw them kind of playing with their food last week against the Minnesota Vikings should have lost that game if not for a missed chip shot field goal. Yeah, they have the firepower, uh, and I think that's what people will look at. Kyler Murray, he is a guy who uh, probably would be an MVP candidate. He is now, but we'll see throughout the year. Now, Jacksonville is just that discovery still needs to take place. They are a mess right now. Uh, and and I'm, that's saying it kindly, yeah. <laughs> right? No, but seriously. but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the unknown to me is laying this many points on the road for the Cardinals. Because if you're a player and you're looking across the, the field there and you're looking at the Jacksonville Jaguars, you're, they're a mess. And, and then you're looking at your own uh, sideline, like, okay, we're going to win this game. Yeah. You know, so how do you gauge that as a better, the overconfidence uh, standpoint for the Cardinals? Something to keep in mind. There also to note, DeAndre Hopkins was DNP at practice all week, dealing with ribs. They think he'll play. He's a tough guy. He should play, but questionable. So make sure to keep an eye on that when the inactives come out around 8.30. On the other side, though, the moment you've been waiting for, we're going to give our picks for week three in the NFL. Top of the hour here on Point Spread Sunday. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.